Welcome back to this week's episode of the Grief with Grace for Grieving Moms podcast. This episode is brought to you by my upcoming masterclass, the top three emotions of grief that keep us stuck and how to shift them. It's happening on Thursday, September 24th, 2020 at seven o'clock Eastern time. And that's four o'clock Pacific time. To sign up, go to lorilatimer.lpages.co forward slash three dash emotions dash masterclass. And I know that's long, so I will put a link to it in the show notes and you can click on that. And of course, if you're on my email list, I'll send the link and details in my newsletter. All right, let's get to today's episode. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for mothers who have children in spirit and who are now navigating life after the unimaginable. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, and I am one of those mothers. Each week, my guests and I will be sharing with you insights, stories, tools, and inspirations to help you find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Oh my goodness, I had so many emails in response to last week's episode about trauma and PTSD and cellular memories. It seemed to put a lot of things into perspective for many of you, and I appreciate all the comments on social media and the email conversations that I've been having with many of you. One mom in particular wrote and asked me, so what exactly is grief? How would you define it? And I'm going to paraphrase, but she said something like, it seems like it's a theory that she can't wrap her mind around or describe very well. And I know it's a difficult concept to put into words, isn't it? I mean, we all know that it exists. Most people begin to experience it at a very early age. I know that for me, I had a grandfather that I loved so much. It was my dad's dad, and he passed away when I was only two years old. He and my grandmother lived in North Dakota, and my mom used to tell me the story of how they would come to California to visit us, and I'd be in my playpen. And I'd see him put on his hat. Now, mind you, this was in like 1961 or 1962 um, because he passed away in November of 1962. So men were very, very elegant and they often wore top hats back in those days. And my mom told me that I used to cry until he took me with him on his walks, but I loved him that much. And so even at that young age, while I don't remember him, I experienced a grief when he passed away that stayed with me. It affected me. You know, some children lose a parent or a sibling at a very young age. And we all bring strong experiences of grief in with us at birth, which is part of the message from last week's episode. And you know, I've said this before, but I've helped many people through the grief of divorce for three decades in my work as a family law paralegal. And it's interesting, but even when you're the one that wants the divorce, there's still an element of grief associated with it. I felt that when I chose to leave my marriages and I've helped clients navigate that in my divorce work, even when it was their choice to leave. At the time of this recording, I'm still doing some freelance paralegal work. And I had this very conversation with a client just two or three months ago, and I helped her work through understanding and and really processing the grief that she felt because she hadn't expected it because she was the one that wanted the divorce. And of course, there are other types of grief too, things like the loss of a job or the loss of a home or a beloved pet. I'm still grieving the loss of my sweet high school friend, Terry, who just passed away a couple weeks ago from COVID-19. And as I record this today, 
on September 11th, we're honoring those that were lost on 9-11, and many people in the United States feel that grief all over again. Many people on the West Coast of the United States are currently experiencing horrific wildfires. Many of them are losing their homes, their animals, everything they've worked for, and there's grief associated with that. So we all know grief in one form or another, and yet coming up with one definition or description really does seem to elude most people. And I think part of the reason for that is because we don't want to talk about it. It's almost as if if we don't talk about it, then it can't touch us, but it does touch every single one of us. And so I came up with a way to describe it that I hope will resonate with you. Think of it this way. Think of it like a house. A house is a single structure with a variety of rooms. You have a kitchen and a living room and bathrooms, bedrooms, right? Uh, A dining room. So the house is the container and it holds all these separate rooms inside of it. You walk into the house and then you can walk into any of the many rooms inside the house. Well, grief is like the house. It's like the container that holds various emotions inside of it. So grief overall holds emotions such as sadness and anger and anxiety, um, guilt, and there are others as well. And so just like we move from room to room within our house, we also move from emotion to emotion when we're in grief. And so one day we might feel sad. Another day we might feel angry. Or we might feel sad in one minute, and then for seemingly no reason, we might feel angry in the next minute. And so just like when we're still inside of our house and we move from the bedroom to the kitchen, we're still in our grief when we move from sadness to anger. So it's my belief from talking to many parents who are much further along in their grief journey than I am, but is also from my own grief experience at this point, that we will carry the grief of our child no longer being in this physical life with us the rest of our lives. And we'll also carry the underlying emotions of grief with us too. And, you know, back in episode, it was episode 11, I talked about all the emotions being part of the human experience. So to think that we will suddenly wake up one day and poof, no more sadness, that's just unrealistic. It isn't going to happen. And so trying to push these lower level emotions away or, or ignore them isn't going to work and it's only going to harm us in the long run. But here's the thing. All of these emotions do shift and change over time. I'll give you another analogy. It's like the emotions are like the waves of the ocean. Sometimes the ocean is rough and dark and tumultuous, like when, when you're, when it's in the middle of a hurricane. And that comes to mind because we just had a hurricane go through Southwest Louisiana a couple weeks ago, Hurricane Laura. Other times, the ocean is calm with gentle rolling waves rolling up onto the shore and back out again. And so the water in the ocean goes with the flow. And it knows that when it's stormy and tumultuous, it will calm down again. And the same is true with grief and all of its underlying emotions. There are some days when the grief consumes you. There's no doubt about it. It leaves you in a heap of tears on the floor. Other days, you're able to smile and enjoy life for a moment or two. You can appreciate things like the sound of the birds singing in the early morning hours. You know, you can take a deep breath of fresh fall air, which 
for those like me living in Atlanta, we're hoping to be able to do in the next couple days if the weather changes. And so the grief is still there, but it's a gentler form of grief. But here's a secret. These emotions that you're feeling aren't just from this lifetime. We carry them with us from previous experiences in previous lifetimes. This goes back to what I talked about in last week's episode about why traditional therapy is limited in how much it can help. Because, you know, traditional therapy generally focuses only on experiences that we've had in this lifetime. And so in sessions with my private clients, I take them back and I help them clear some of the layers that they've been carrying with them for many lifetimes, not just this one. And it really can be life-changing. And here's something else to keep in mind. The antidote for grief is joy. It's finding those little moments of joy in the everyday, in the little things. So what I just mentioned, the birds singing in the early morning hours, a beautiful sunrise or sunset, a smile from a stranger, a beautiful flower or a butterfly. I've seen some gorgeous butterflies lately on my walks with my little dog. The smell of of coffee in the morning, the smell of fresh cut grass. I mean, there's so many little things. And of course, the be- a beautiful memory of your precious child. Any of those things and so many more, just for a tiny moment, bring relief from the grief. They bring that moment of joy. Look for those and acknowledge them when you experience them. And from working with my clients and talking to other bereaved parents and from my own personal experience, I've identified some emotions that keep us stuck in our grief. And I'll be talking about three of those in my upcoming masterclass. And in that masterclass, I'll also talk about how you can shift them. So be sure to click the link in the show notes or in my email newsletter and sign up for the masterclass. And if you're listening to this after September 24th of 2020, be sure that you're on my email list so that you'll get notice of any upcoming masterclasses and trainings that I do in the future. And finally, although this episode won't go out until September 15th, as I close on this very sacred day on September 11th, I hold in my heart a very special place for all those that were lost, all those who willingly gave their lives to help others, all those who lost loved ones, and all those whose lives were forever changed on September 11, 2001. And I also want to honor my son, Greg. The day after this episode airs will be his 31st birthday. There are no words to describe the depth of my love for you and the gratitude in my heart that you chose me to be your mom in this lifetime. I love you, and I miss you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Grief with Grace podcast. Be sure to join our Facebook community and follow me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you fresh new content each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I hope you do, please be sure to share it with a mom who could use a little extra support. Until next week, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.